Analysis, an episode-by-episode -episode discussion of the Netflix series The OA. I'm Talia Ripley, and I'm recording this introduction all on my own, but don't worry, Ethan's going to be along in just a minute. In this podcast, we discuss each episode just after watching, so we've no idea where the plot's going, and no spoilers for future episodes. We've just been discussing the fifth episode, Paradise. This episode gets into a pretty sultry vibe in Cuba, shows some astonishing resuscitation techniques just using interpretive dance and in our rambling chat we even get into a bit of a discussion on Timothy Leary. So my first question about this episode mm. is a slightly obsequious question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In that it's more of a it's more of a administrative question in some ways is is that if you have a private plane yeah. And you fly it to Cuba, uh -huh. right. and then you bring a strange chloroformed woman back with you. Are yeah. there no kind of like immigration checks? Obsequious. Uh, is that the wrong word? I do not think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I mean, what do I mean? I mean, um, okay, slightly frivolous, frivolous question. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, it, well, obviously, he's doing it under the radar. And not yeah. literally under the radar, um, but... Well, maybe under the radar. Maybe yeah, that's how it works. Possibly, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he's obviously landing. Well, he, I imagine he might... Oh, God, it would be tricky, actually, because you need to... You, you have a plane at an airfield and... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how oh, but, it but works. But surely yeah. easy to take a plane up and land at America's big place. So you would normally, if you've got a little plane, you take it up. You'd, you'd what, you think he's got a landing strip somewhere near his... Sort of. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. What I mean is, nobody knows he's leaving the country. It's fine to leave the country, you know, to, to take off in your plane anytime you like. And fly to Cuba. Well, they don't know where he's going. So, yes. Um, the hard bit would be landing in Cuba. Yeah, I, and once you've landed in Cuba, then taking off from Cuba and then coming back to the States. Yes, that's the best I think thing that would be the hard Because bit. particularly when you're coming back from Cuba to the States, when you've got a chloroformed woman in your plane. Yes, that's always tricky. Isn't and, it? and the rather nervous looking Homo as well. Yeah. Very freaked out, and of course he was. Yeah, of course Homer would have been unconscious on the way out. Plane. Yeah, I think we Do have. Do you think to we're going to give him that? that? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, right. Yep. Okay. That's, yeah. Now, actually, now before we get into the episode proper as well, yeah. I want it as a kind of point of order, or actually, um, probably doesn't mean what I think that means, but anyway, uh, just a little point. I think I said last episode, I had this idea in my head that Abel and Nancy were seen in a kind of busy family home kind of environment in the very first episode in the very first episode so i look yeah. back on it and yeah. it wasn't they had like the tv on or something yeah. like that so that's why it feels like a busy house that um, was in their house though was it it's in the house and it's just it's just the two of them um, but, but nancy, nancy had two phones or something didn't yeah, she? yeah yeah she's got like she's on the phone talking yeah. on a mobile and right. then he calls her to say somebody's calling you on the landline or vice versa i can't remember right exactly Okay, so we had that slight, slightly language. mixed up with uh, what was yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Okay, fair enough. Mm. So this episode. Okay. Yes. So um, this was kind of so this this is kind of another um, instance, isn't it, in the way of the an idea that I got, I, I like about the when um, Hap first sees Prairie in the subway just before mm. he kidnaps her, he's and he hears her playing the violin. Yes. And we have this idea, which he tells her, that if you've had, an, uh, had a near-death experience, you come back with some thing? Strain, some strange ability. musical ability kind of thing. Have they all and, been musical? 
Well, wasn't Rachel's kind of thing? Rachel's she singing, yeah. Yeah. But what about Homer and Scott? I don't think it was necessarily all about mu- musical ability, was no. it? It's just this we is a a possible thing. We don't actually know what. Yeah. Homer yeah. Okay. And, yeah. So this so this is obviously a. Mm. Um, now, did you rem- th- yeah? Did you think when we have all the bit in Cuba where he's hunting down the guitar woman? Yeah. Did you think um, that it was a flashback? I did. I was wondering when I first watched it. I was thinking, is this in the present day time kind mm. of thing, or is this something that's happened before? And it wasn't clear. Was it to start with? No. I, yeah. Well, I just totally thought yeah. it was a flashback, and then why did you think it was a flashback? I don't know because I thought you can't leave your. Yeah, your pets yes. unattended. For well, yes, exactly. Weeks and but we did have a shot, maybe a little bit later, of the kind of timer cat food type device that feeds them. Sort of yes. Thing. Yeah. So that's I've, why he has it, so he can get yes. away from it. I think we've we've had that. We've been primed with that a bit, uh, mm. earlier. I think haven't we? Yes. So he can yeah, go away. So, so. but um, and obviously, and, and of course, he he can keep a, an eye on them as well, can't he? Via his uh, webcam that he uses whilst yes. he's away. Yes, yes, he yes, can watch them, and that yes. comes into play quite a lot this time. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so uh, what, yes, mm. so 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 while we're on the the subject of Hap watching them via video link up, mm. um, let's just go back to the question that we had from uh on, on an email from Joe from Oregon. Yes, mm. yes, but, well, yes, yes, because um, uh, Joe says in her email, she said, um. How come Hap doesn't have any like sound recorders in yes. the in the uh, prison where he can listen to it? Because because obviously he would want to hear what they were saying. You know that would be a working. Yeah. Which I think I think we have to quite, we have to whistle past that. Yes, because yes. yeah, ov- obviously because he's got he's he's very because we see in this episode how intense he is about you know something happening and what's going on and I want to know what's going on yeah. I want to interrogate Scott practically he gets angry and he wants to know what Prairie's saying all the time yeah he? yeah yeah he doesn't you know Mike he, in the, the other we see him playing around with mics yeah. with um Homer so obviously it's I think we just have to let that go yes because we we was uh I think you mentioned before didn't you that he would probably he's he has a video feed on them we've seen his video feed yeah but he never see he never time. saw them he never saw Rachel and Prairie sucking the gas out of Homer's um Homer's cubicle yeah. and all those times that they did it in episode four. Because we know he did it over and over yeah, and over yeah, yeah. again. So, yeah. But yeah, we'll, it, yeah, we have, to, we have to let that slide. But I mean, it has to be said though, doesn't it? Like you, you don't, often if you think about these things, if you're, if you're going to be really kind of like really hard-nosed about like really good storytelling, mm. you think, some, it is little things like that which actually pull you out the story a little bit, isn't it, in something. If you, if you really want a story to be really good, and I was just thinking, what could have, what could the writers have changed slightly to to improve one? And I was thinking, all it would have taken in some ways is something like saying um, that whenever Hap was preparing to come down and take whoever being gassed out, they always knew he was doing something, which meant he wasn't watching the video feeds. That's true. And we could have had and difficult for them to be sore about. Yeah, yeah, they could do. They, yeah, yeah, but you, you could, could you could have added something like that. But if that. it's quite yeah, a big true. point about the story, I mean, I mean, it's not actually. It doesn't. It doesn't really spoil the story as a whole. But I think just as in, in a sort of general story sense, isn't it that you you kind of want these things to be answered, don't you? Because if you start thinking about them, you'll start you start to think about the artificiality of every story that, that's written, and somehow that's not what you want. You want to be sucked in as far as possible, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you yeah. never actually want to think, oh, hang yeah. on, that wouldn't work. But it's... having said that, there are lots of things that we just... So 
say for example and we sort of were joking about um hat building a glass dungeon in his you know and yeah just the sheer difficulty of yeah. doing that alone you know you yeah, must yeah, need yeah. somebody and it's so obviously I, I suppose it's arguable but it is kind of massive but you just i don't don't have a problem with that at all no it's no just the a construction kind of, of dungeon you don't have a problem with at all but this is something with a slightly different nature, isn't it? Mm, it's because where you're seeing it. You're seeing, seeing it, and you're seeing it's kind of con contradicting another part of the story, and that's why, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I say, I, I completely feel like you let it slide, slide for this, but it, it does pull you out of the story slightly, I think, doesn't it? Mm. Just little things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. a few times. Yeah. Do you want to, shall we sort of go through it and yes. go through it bit by bit? Yes. Um, just because I think we've... Just thinking about the first bit in Cuba, which is really nice to look at as well. Yes. Um, very pretty. Um, so he goes in and he, he goes to this bar. Yeah. Looks like he knows, you know, he's there with a purpose. So maybe he's been sort of, I don't know, advised about some this amazing guitarist before. Yeah. And he sees this. Do you, um, or do you think he's just heard her, her recordings of her and with his sense, like he had the sense about Prairie's playing, just has this sense about... This music is someone from someone who's had a near-death experience. Yeah, I think that's the implication. Because yeah. as soon as he hears prairies, it's like that's it. And yeah. what what he says to, I think the character's called Renata. Renata, yeah. Um, what he says to her is, "Your amazing ability, considering how long you've been playing." So he's sort of yeah, he was researched her as well. He's researched he? her. Yeah. He knows about her and everything. Yeah. Um, I did think. I suppose it's supposed to be an indication of her astonishing skill. Yeah. But I have never been to a gig where everybody stares with such incredible awestruck attention ever. Maybe in Cuba. Maybe in Cuba they've got more respect for yeah, not, not chatting Not where we live, gigs, chatting at the back. Which is appalling. But um, <laughs> but that, that that's fine. Um, and her, her playing was, was rather beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of her as a character? Yeah, I, I, um, she was... She was so Spanish. It was yeah. like, yeah. It was like, She's super cool. She was super cool, yes. I, I did like the um, the dancing away with the young Cuban men yes. that she did for away from Hap when he first meets her. I thought she was fantastic. Yeah. I love this kind it was really of, good. Um, yeah. yeah, this sort of older older woman just um, out, for, out for fun. Yeah. But I, I thought that showed when, when Hap goes to talk to her, and he says, and he sort of, that's when he says, oh, but you're playing, it's amazing. So this is when I know you've had this near-death experience or something like that. So she, and she's sort of totally, um, uh, well, doesn't want to interact with him, doesn't, is, is vaguely intrigued, but then yeah. is like, I don't want anything to do with this. I, Although I, she's a bit, she's kind of like um, surprised by the fact he knows she's had a near-death experience. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I think that gets her interest up, but ultimately, because yeah. I thought, I thought the scene was sort of setting up the two of them as being quite... Well, Hap taking on the mantle of the, uh, the the empirical scientist. Yeah. Because he sort of says, you're playing. I know that this must be, you must have had this thing because your playing is too good for the time that you've had to play. You know, like I've thought about this, I've weighed up the ratios. Yeah. Um, there is a sort of a good scientific reason for why. There's a scientific reason why you are. And she says something about that line, like, I prefer to be unknown even to myself. Yeah. Which, you know, for, the, for a scientist, the idea is we want to know everything as much as possibly we can. Um, but, you know, and she's sort of saying, the, taking the philosophical stance about, I would rather, you know, I feel my life would be better lived with some things unexplored, yeah. at least. Um, I feel that as the audience we're supposed to, well, you know, 
as we did manage to just about decide last week, Hap isn't a good guy. <laughs> yeah, what you think that's the that's the kind of angle that the writers are going for in some ways. Yeah. Sign, well, in a kind of blunt form that scientists can be a bit evil when so, they get well, super too fixated on finding out the truth. He's a little bit of a classic evil scientist. Oh yeah, he? but he's that, that, but actually well, he's not yes, in some way because you're right. Even though, even though last episode I, I did finally come around to admitting that maybe Hap's not very good and maybe he's uh, not a good guy, he is still interesting, though, isn't he? That he is mm. quite nice. Yes, yeah. and yeah. there's other things, but we're, yeah. We're, yeah, later on we'll talk about that. But yeah, yeah no, about why he's quite. That's, I think he, I really like Hap's character. I think he's a good character because he hasn't, he hasn't properly redeemed himself by being really nice. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not at all convinced that. Um, uh, I think it was a theory I had in the last podcast that maybe he's one of the five. Well, I think yeah. we've got the five now. Yes, because we've got we? the five now, haven't we? Yeah. But, but um, you know, I did. I did think that was a possibility for a while. That yeah. particularly because do you remember, like you know, I said it was because Prairie or the OA in in the present day had said this man changed my life. Yes. And we, I thought it sounded like, you know, in some quite admiring of someone to say that it wasn't like not what you'd say of kidnapping normally. No, but, but weirdly she did. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she did just mean it like yeah. yeah. Me, that was crap. Um, but it's it's good it's good to have um, a character written like that. I think you know. I think also it, yeah. it's not just writing. I think it's the acting as well. Yeah, um, yeah, that's no, true. I yeah. think he 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 plays it just uh, yeah. really nicely on that line, that edge. Yes. Um, but yes, here he loses Renata. He, she she dances yes, off that, with the young Cuban yes. men, um, and he returns back to. Um, just check that all his cats have been fed on the automatic. <laughs> yes. None of them would like weed themselves or yeah, something like right. our cat would. Yeah. yeah, food all over them. Um, so, yeah, so this is the bit where the the police ranger turns up, isn't mm, it? The stand. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we've got just before that, he's got, you've got the point where you've just got the beginnings of Hap's suspicions of um, Homer and uh, Prairie. Prairie, soon to be. I think at some point we will call her the OA, but not quite. But she's still Prairie at the moment. Still Prairie at this point. Yeah. And they're beginning to do their sort of synchronised movements, like yoga or something at this yes. point. I do, there's a bit where she's trying to explain everything to, to, to Scott and, and um, the fourth girl. Rachel. Rachel as well. Um, and Scott's like, really, God. I'm fed up with hearing this. Remind me what she's explaining again. What's it? Well, she's just sort of saying, she's just saying her idea of I think we can move and somehow like me and Homer are going to, we're going to move. explore oh, these yeah. movements. Um, move through the walls. Move through, you know. Yeah. Yes. And, and Scott says, Scott's like, fuck, not this is bullshit, man, kind of stuff. And said, I liked you better when you were blind. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was quite funny. Yeah. Um, but yes, but perhaps beginning, still not hearing, he hasn't got a clue what they're saying, but anyway, yeah. but he's seeing this strange movement and he gets a bit sort of angry about it and he goes down and this is the first time that they're kind of properly defiant to him. Yeah. When they start whistling, you know, yes. sort of saying what's going on. Yeah. And, and the whistling is just quite effective, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 I like that. I, I was hoping they might just whistle for a while. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But like eventually, it's because they've seen it on the cameras. They've seen well. It sort of changes from. Is it the whistling just initially because they've seen the cop? Initially, well, I thought it was just initially as no. Initially, it's the whistling, and then Rachel starts yes. shouting, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, and yeah, banging yeah. on the glass. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so yeah, he goes and runs up to to the cop. Oh, what was quite weird about the 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 cop was that um, 
Hap obviously knew him. Mm. Like, he knew his name. He'd obviously been up before or something. Mm. And yet he was really nervous when he arrived, like... And well, he's nervous because he's got, he's got an underground layer of dungeon and people that are shouting, <laughs> help me, help me. What did you think about his, uh, his kind of, um, you know, security measure of just playing really loud heavy metal music and like, having that as an excuse? Well, it worked. <laughs> yeah. So, you yeah. know, um, it, it, what can you do? But I, so, yes, sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say how much I like the scene with him in the cop. Yeah. Um, I like the way that Hap, again, you know, she's saying he isn't, he isn't like the baddie, I don't know. In, in Die Hard, where they cover up the, the, um, yeah, no. the, the they've taken over and they've got this confidence or this, like, evilness. He's he's really insecure. Like, I felt, to be honest, when I... Just the, looking at the two of them in the scene, I was on Hap's side, you know? I was anxious in case he was going to find yeah. out, you know? Because yeah, yeah. Hap's there, he just seems insecure. Yeah. And he seems... He wants to be really helpful as well, doesn't he? Yeah, and then there's the kind of, like, the Stan, the cop, is talking about his wife and how she's got locked in syndrome and mm. um and Hap really wants to help doesn't he or he's really yeah. sympathetic and yeah and which i suppose shows some of his driving forces in yeah in, um, and he is a doctor yeah yeah a doctor and a researcher what do you think the the stan story about his wife do you think the wife in the locked in syndrome and obviously she's quite close to being to dying i think this is going to come back again in the story I don't know. I, I mean, I have a feeling it you probably kind will. of presume yeah. it will because you don't normally yeah. throw those kind of characters in. Yeah. But I'd like the idea if it didn't, actually. I'd just, yeah. I'd just like that as a little, yeah, yeah. slightly pointless scene, but I thought it was good. Yeah. Can I, and this is sort of a subsection of my obsession about medical irregularities, but you know when he says, try, perhaps says trying to be helpful and says oh, I'll check out the sort of latest research maybe see if something comes from Europe because they have uh, they, they have less regulations there okay I have to admit that did lead me to some minutes not hours but minutes of Google searching and downloading of documents comparing American and I've got I could quote it for you <laughs> I think this is also me being slightly um Oh, what's wrong with European regulations? I think maybe an overall summary will be okay rather than um, direct quoting. But... Essentially, there's not much in it. If anything, possibly... What were you, um, what were you comparing? Um, well, there's a paper called The US and European Regulatory Systems, a Comparison by Kay Redmond, <laughs> 2004, published in the Journal of Care Management. So this is the regulations for, for what exactly? Uh, well, this is about... Uh, Medi you know, passing new medicines and things. Right. Number at least, not least the fact that the EMEA, the European Medicines Evaluation Agency, appears to be much more... Do stop me at any point when you feel I'm getting bored. Well, I might do that now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but basically... Anyway, but I suppose all the only interesting point might be a kind of human one that we always think other people are a little bit sort of... Um, I think Europeans would probably say the same thing about Americans. Say, oh, well, they have less regulation. They have more. Yeah, free, they're more say. free market. They're more do that. Yeah. And then yes, and and vice versa. I think we always have that. Oh, over there they they do everything. That's right. kind of an interesting thing in itself, isn't it? Really, that 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 Europeans have a, a view of the states as being having less regulation because of its free market thing. But the but Americans have a view of the Europe as being more free and easy and kind of like a a moral way, easier morals in some way, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, the sort of Scandinavian, everyone gets naked and 
all the time. Her all the time, yeah. Yes. And nightmare. <laughs> well, you know, sort of the no, French true. idea, the the American idea of French smoking all the time and talking about yeah philosophy and you know like um, they do have more affairs, I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think there was some. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Anyway, we. But I think I think right, I think that's that. all that is, isn't it? That's a. Uh, I I'd, I'd be interested to know if there was any research into that line. But I think it probably is just a general human idea yeah. that my own country is, has more stringent regulations than other ones. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, how does he get rid of the... Does the cop just go in the end, I forget? Yeah, yeah, the cop yeah. just goes, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then he's, he's back to seeing... Um, he's still, he's, do you feel that Hap has like, got a thing for Prairie? Well, actually, I was thinking this one that I, I know we had in the previous one, we had like a little bit of sort of slightly sleazy hand touching. Yeah. But I thought that had gone in this, in this one, to be honest. I but didn't what think about it... when he's watching the two of them? And... I, no, I, I th my, well, my thoughts on it were that his was a purely scientific, he was looking at it from a scientific point of view and he was thinking that Prairie and Hap, who are obviously falling in love with each other really, aren't they? Mm. That, 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 um, that was damaging his exper experiments. I don't think it was a. Oh, it was right. a. Oh, so you have a different view of that. Well, you? I I think he's he's uh, got a crush on Prairie. You think? I don't think that. Not sure. I I feel it's a. Language. I feel it's a, not a sexual thing. I feel it's a sort of like a. It might be that he doesn't want anything to. Disturb his scientific subject because you remember. I mean, perhaps perhaps like, remember how how kind of, you know, sociopathic Happy is really. He views all, all of the, the you know, Rachel and Scott and Owen Prairie as his subjects. He's like test animals. As you it, know, I mean, yeah, yeah, this is true. I, I think in his mind he would probably say he's just being scientific, but I yeah. think he's got a bit of... There wasn't any real kind of suggestion of a sort of sexual thing though in this episode, I don't think, was there? I, I just thought there was. In it. I thought there was a jealousy when he's watching Homer and, uh, and Prairie. And that's why he wants, well, I don't know, I suppose you could argue, but that's why he wants to upset Prairie by showing... That's not um, always hers. a sexual thing, though. If you think about, like, no, how, no, say, okay. how say, not. like, you know, if, if uh, like, say, when teenagers have a really close friend or something, and this close friend seems to get other friends, there's a, there's a jealousy there, but it's not sexual jealousy. It's a kind of, like, I want you to myself kind of jealousy. That's true. Homer yeah. might, I'm sorry, um, Hat might want... Prairie. Prairie's attention. But, yeah. yeah, okay. But I think yeah. it's more complicated than just, it's not just, I want her to be a good test subject. I think he wants her in, in some complex manner anyway. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a sexual complex manner, but there we go. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So what, and then, and then we just know that, um, I think we do quite quickly, we jump to the present. Well, I think we, the next thing is that home, Homer disappears from the, the dungeon yes um without without gassing him did he or did he gas him before and and we know that um prairie says well how did he go i didn't hear the gas or something like that yes i didn't hear the gas yeah but so it was it i don't know was the implication just she was asleep or was the implication that he did something in a sneakier quieter way Sure. Anyway, yeah. Then we go back to the present. Yeah. I felt when we went back to the present this time that I felt a slight disconnect with the present coming back. I didn't feel I hadn't seen enough of the present somehow. It was, it's kind of an interesting thing, isn't it? Because I am actually 
as interested in the present day story as I am in the past one. It's just that sometimes the weight seems to tip yeah. a bit, doesn't it? So you, maybe it's just because you've seen a bit much one or more of the drama's been going on in a different one. Do you know, I, it, I weirdly yeah. find the present I'm much more engaged with. Are you? To some extent, yeah. Okay. I really like, I just like the characters a lot. Is that because maybe the present is keeping up the um, the promise of the very first episode? And there's a lot more mystery in the present in some ways, isn't there? Yeah, we've like, kind of locked We've kind of had a lot of explanation about the, yeah. about the past, haven't we? So there yeah. is more potential. I, yeah. I actually think I just find the characters more interesting Yeah. Um, as well. But that's... That's that's it. I love them. They're having a chat. And they they're always because in a way the five they're kind of like they they echo what the viewers doing. They're talking about um, yeah. they're restoring like what's going on when they when they're talking in the school canteen. Yeah, really it's like weird. That. Like, I love the the other teacher who goes, "You five, you're a weird bunch, aren't yeah, you?" Yeah. Like at, uh, Alfonso, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because even BBA's joining at lunchtime. Yeah, she's she? trying not to make it obvious, but she yeah. obviously is. Because yeah. Um, yeah, the other teacher says U five, so obviously including her in it. Yeah. What is it? Steve says something about because they're discussing how this whole thing works with them eating the chick and then the sea urchin in in the in their sort of near death experiences. And Steve's just saying, "What well, we're going to have to go on a paleo diet." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice I that. that. Funny. I think that was yeah. what he's meaning. Right. Anyway. Okay. But yeah, that would have been a good line if he didn't. If, if not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's also the little bit with the FBI agent, which yes, I think some of the FBI agent scenes are some of my favourite scenes. Actually, okay. I really, I really like them because I think because we always get quite a lot revealed by well, not revealed, but we get a more mystery sort of added to it by um, like I wrote down some of the so here the what's the FBI agent's name. I ah, know the actor's name. I can't remember his real name. Yeah. Is right? no, I'm going to have to call him the FBI coaching. agent. Yes. Um, so he says, he kind of pushes prayer again, isn't he? He says, like, is there some way in which I can help you, you know, help you with about the captain? And she's like, no, no, captains have gone off the board. And we're like, yeah. what? What does that mean? Yeah, what does off, off the board, board mean? Yeah. And the, I mean, okay, what does off the board mean, you think? Does that mean in another dimension? Yes. That's kind of what you're feeling yeah. like it means, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, sort of like they've managed a bit of the dimension travel, but they haven't quite got the hang of it. And then and then the FBI agent says something along the lines of, well, aren't you afraid that might happen to you? And she says, I won't let it happen to me. And you're thinking, in what way? What? How, how won't oh, you let right. it happen Oh, right, she said, I won't let it happen. Are I you sure? I, I thought... oh, no, I, no, no, sorry, no, I've misread what I wrote. I want it to happen yes, to me. Yes, that's what I wrote down. Yeah. I want, I want it. it to happen to me. Yeah. Well, maybe she's meaning I want to go off the board and then I want to come back. Or maybe I want she to just join wants them to be in, the other in that other dimension. Maybe it's a cool dimension. So what are, what's your take from those two lines about what Prairie's plan in the present is with the five? That she's, well, she sort of says a bit later on a bit more as well, doesn't she? So I assume she's going, well, she's going to travel back to the other four are somewhere in this other dimension. Yeah. Not not kind of uh present in in our in our world. She's gonna go there. I don't know if she's gonna go there and stay there or go there and, and come bring back. them back. Does she say I'm going to rescue them, I'm gonna bring them back at the end? Well I don't know if I don't know if either it's a rescue because there's something going or it's just she wants the other five to help her get there. Uh, you know, she wants yeah. she wants to be reunited with yeah. them. Yeah. Stay so there. it's either yeah, yeah. it's that one or the other. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm a, that's why I really, I, I really like those scenes because 
I'm back back in thinking, oh, what the hell is going on in this story? I like, whenever mm. my mind is going, what the hell is going on in this story? I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like I was thinking, that's maybe it's a maybe that's a good sort of um, you know mantra to have for writing a story. So you're constantly going, what the hell is going on? <laughs> that's, yeah. That is true. I think yeah. there's probably limits where if you take it beyond a certain point. But that was why the, the first episode was so good, wasn't it? You're just constantly going, what the hell is going that's on? That's true. Yeah. But, at, but yeah, but we have said since then, haven't we? You can't keep that up for no. too long. It's and there not are limits. Sustainable. Yeah. That's something I'll talk about later. But anyway, okay. yeah. um, what is that meal that they're all at? The the school meal thing. Oh, well, this is the thing that um, is about Alfonso's scholarship, isn't it? This is where you've got like the um, local business leaders who the school are connected with, who are invited along, and Alfonso has to show how he's a really good kid, okay. kind of thing, and deserving of the sponsorship money, right, right, the right, scholarship right, right, money. Right. That's and. I don't know what Buck's doing singing there in the choir, what that's about. Well, I suppose but... they just have some sort of entertainment on, don't they, for the guests. And, and they're like what one of the um one of the businessmen says, he's just like I like I mean what's yeah. what's this choir thing got to do with business exactly? <laughs> yeah. Is that they are yeah. they are sort of quite scary, aren't they? Yeah. Well I like one of the well, weird line, it seems a strange thing to say at this point, but saying Young man like you, and you know, I'd go into politics. If I yeah. Were you thinking for? Yeah. Well, not at the moment, <laughs> surely. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe. Well, it yeah. it would be a, a grand idea to go in, I suppose, yeah. with good intent now. But uh, yeah. yeah, I thought that found that quite weird. I wonder I like if they'd have included that line if the scripts had been uh, if this had been made a year later. Possibly. Possibly not. <laughs> yeah. not. Um, I did like BBA jumping up and, and clapping when Buck was yes. singing. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's still, it's still BBA's kind of what's going on in BBA's head is still quite a mystery, isn't it? Like, where she's, she's obviously like, you know, she's come to some sort of like bonding, she's having sort of a bonding session with these other things, but it's kind of not what she's used to at all. She's been, she's been a teacher kind of like up against all these students for many years, hasn't she? Yeah, I suppose so. So it's yeah. quite, well, we don't know exactly what her normal relationship was, but you get this idea that she's a... I remember the one of the initial scenes we see where she's she's just um well isn't it her who kind of like it almost expels Steve to start with for fighting with another boy yeah. you think this is the kind of teacher work she's been doing for a yeah, very long time. And now she's dramatic. now she's hanging out with him in the canteen and you yeah, know, and, yeah. Yeah. Having a chat. So um so at the end of the meal we have um Alfonso certainly has to go out and find his mum. Alfonso's mum, I love Alfonso's mum. She's a really good character. She is good. She's a... Because she does, I mean, she's not just completely, she is quite completely outrageously dreadful mother, but she yeah. isn't... But you see, but we really saw her in this, didn't we? You really felt for her here. Yeah. She's, she's done some, she's probably done some, there's probably reasons why she's quite a... Well, yeah. Is she an alcoholic or yeah, I think you feel, you feel yeah. she's probably got alcohol, some sort of alcohol abuse problems. I mean, she's and... you feel like she's gone through a lot to bring yeah. Alfonso to the States, and who and, knows, and what, who knows but, what, you know, probably yeah. quite a bit. And yeah. um, oh, and there's some bit where she's just like, oh, and here I am, you know, here with you, and it was almost like saying, I've just got stuck with a bloody child, but then she just about comes back from that edge, and yeah. it's kind of like, no, no, of course, and I don't, you know. Well, she doesn't mean it. Yeah. She's never super nice, but um, yeah, you, she, she manages to be a dreadful character that's still sympathetic, which is is quite an impressive thing. And there's a nice discussion, isn't there, with Buck and Homer after they've sort of 
Buck and who? Sorry, Buck and Alfonso. Alfonso. Yeah. Oh, um, where they're to be, where they're walking back to the house to listen mm, to the eyes next. Yeah. Just because they're still pulling apart the story, aren't they? Yeah, and he's saying, "Are we the good guys, Buck?" <laughs> That's what he says, isn't it? Yeah. What if we change? Because oh, this is Alfonso thinking about becoming, you know getting a good job and becoming like yeah. like the business guys in the, yeah. the meal really isn't it yeah and like he would be like hat was young you know, hat yeah. was young once he was idealistic he yeah. was thought he'd do the right thing Maybe i did think that was like a, that. i did think that was a little heavy-handed but we'll give him that so after that we've got most of the action moves into well back to cuba yeah so um perhaps obviously obsessed by renata and, and wants her um and his plan is to he nabs well, he's nabbed Homer, and they're flying out over there. Um, I did, I, I did totally believe Homer's state actually, and his failure to escape. Yes, no, um, I did as well. I, I really liked. I don't know the actor's name, but whoever uh, the acting that was going on. There. Yeah, it was really good. Like it's just when he's sitting at the dinner table with with Hap and like, and yeah. and and you realise that that Hap's told this story about his son who's brain damaged and you think yeah yeah that would work okay that would work yeah and everybody has makes if somebody thinks somebody's got um you know any kind of any um, or handicaps of that way they make so many assumptions and then they don't look at them as a person and they you know and and they will be yeah because i thought initially like oh yeah if he runs down and talks to the receptionist yeah. I thought she was just going to say, oh, I don't understand what this madman's saying or something in yes. Spanish. But no, it's not that. She's been fed this story, so it's perfectly I reasonable. thought as well that Hap didn't realise that he was in Cuba, either. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, why else would he? I yeah. mean, yeah, that, that nobody, yeah, that maybe other people... I thought he was going to be weirded out by the fact that we're speaking Spanish to start yeah. with. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe forgot, is this what everybody talks normally? You know, yeah. Is this, is this right? Yeah, yeah, it's so bizarre because we know what he's been... We know, we had a gap. Like, we talked about three years for him to perfect the ability to kind of go to, um, you know, to stay conscious stay con- during the near-death experience. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so in, maybe he was there a year before. So it's at least four years since yeah. he's been in a normal. And we normal have we world. have a parish voiceover, don't we? Sort of like saying, you know, that's obviously he's going to be really weirded out by yes yeah, yeah by the sort, sort of yeah. lines yeah gets us ready for the fact yeah. there's a failure. so so you know the, the sort of climactic part of going to cuba is when hap convinces homer to sort of get um renata up to his room i i, I really love the scene with renata in the room i really, did love oh, that do, was, you know, yeah. do you know what we don't see we don't see the persuading Renata to come up to the room scene. That was all right. I, I can't imagine that going well, really. Although the young, weird, sweaty, twenty-two-year-old that that Hap has said that Renata likes young men, kind of thing. Yeah, because she's she's yeah. a little bit older than Homer, isn't she? Or sort of ten years older than Homer, or something? Wouldn't you say? Yes, yeah. I did actually check. Well, no, the actress uh, playing her is nearly forty. But we don't know how old the. the Okay, it's well, the character's meant to be, but yeah, okay. I think she's supposed to be. Thing, I quite yeah. like the idea of her being a yeah. fairly older woman yeah. who was who looked who could yeah. potentially almost be his yeah. mother, but not quite, maybe. Yeah. But so, what, um, what I mean, kind of eventually, Homer sort of like does get into the idea of having sex with Renata, doesn't he? Do you um, know, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think he's just way confused by what the hell's going yeah, on. Yeah, but somehow it all made sense to me, that scene, how Homer was behaving. Like, he 
he's kind of like, you know, he's sort of like feeling terrible that he's been part of kidnapping this woman to mm. start with. And then he, then my favourite favorite bit of the whole episode, I think, was the look that he gives Hap when Hap comes to the room. You remember Homer's face? Yes. <laughs> that was so yeah. good. Yeah, it's kind of like, just... it's kind of like, you've kidnapped me for four years and you've made me, now you've made me have a hand in kidnapping and now you're going to stop me having sex with this woman who no. wants to have sex with me. You just fuck off. <laughs> really good. Yes, that was. All in his eyes, I'm he was saying this. that. Yeah. That was weird when Hap came in. Yeah. I was thinking, what? Okay, because to be fair, yeah. I thought there wasn't much more than... I'm going to just use this young man as bait. Yeah. Once I've got it in the hotel room, then I'll hit him on the head with a scullery. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure how he does. But anyway, that's, that's not really... No. But, but, but again, this is another kind of thing about Hap being sort of sympathetic towards him, isn't it? That there's no real reason for uh, out-and-out bad Hap to just, just go leave the room again then, was there? But, well, he yeah. does use... Um, the, the next scene, I'm not sure about some of the editing. So the next oh, scene yeah. does use their, their, the sound of their... Renata and Homecoming Sex, yeah. Yeah, to be played into, which I'm, I could believe now with the internet, these things, yes. and the technology is so astonishing. So he plays it into Prairie's cell. Yeah. So that she hears um, the, not immediately obvious who the hell it is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So you're just like, what well, is this porn movie? Poor, yeah. Thinking this is the audio of a porn I mean, I was movie. discussing the masturbation problems last week, wasn't I? This is just taking it to another level. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, and, and, and initially I thought, my God, that's really awkward and weird when you have the couple um, having sex, you know, with Renata kind of, uh, like literally kind of on top of, of Homer. And then you cut that to Prairie doing kind of press-ups or something in the cell and it just seemed like a very odd weird kind of thing i was wondering was it supposed to be implying though that prairie and homer are still at this moment sort of synchronized there's some way in which they are doing the same things they are physically moving in a slightly similar way oh i didn't get that okay. but maybe you might be right yeah. I thought that it was that, and that that Hap noticed that, and that freaked him out that he saw. All right, I didn't twig that, but you okay. could be you could be right I because might have made that because up. all their their sort of um, strange contemporary dance witchy movements mm. are um, are sort of in sync with each other, aren't they? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's very much yeah. That's the coordination's whole thing. So yeah. it felt like they were. I don't know. I thought there was that, but then yes, and her sort of like. So Prairie, when she does realise it's Homer having sex with some other woman, yeah, um, she does rather collapse. Although she does say he's he's alive, yeah. That, so it's like she is, you know. I, I quite like the fact that she's not blown away by, you know, infidelity with a man that she doesn't have a true relationship with anyway. Yeah, but um, that he she is just very pleased. You with kind that. of be wondering as well, like. How has this come about? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yes, what what this man who's been locked in this glass cell next to me for the past three or four years is now out having, being recorded, having sex with someone. And what, what the hell the hell's that got that happened to come about? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I mean, yeah. you could even think, is this some old recording as well? Because, yeah. 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 Um, the, the, there's a line, isn't there? It's, so does um, 
Homer call Renata an angel? You're an angel, or she say he's an angel? There's something about angels in there. Um, Homer says that's Renata. Mm, oh, I don't remember that. That's, I think so. Yeah. Yes, during their um, love making. Um, so then you've got that kind of quick cut back to the modern world, haven't you, to, to the present, because Alfonso feels sort of angry at, um, at home as it's sort of infidelity, as he'd see it, and yeah. she's, she's sort of saying, look, you know, it's more complicated than once, that. Once again, I'm, I'm, as, as whenever the story, the story is told in the present day, I'm, I'm still always a little bit... Um, Weirded out by the attention to which they're they're paying paying the OA in some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. But <laughs> but sometimes, but I do often put it down to the fact that, and, and this is I think something which somehow the rest of the community may be paying more attention to. This is a girl who, uh, who was blind seven years ago yeah. and went missing has now come back and can see. And yeah. No one's really sort of like mentioning that very much are they no, they're not <laughs> yeah. but i suppose you could see that it's in their heads that this is an yeah. amazing so for the five thing. i think it's an a, it is a kind of quite a strong reason as to why you and, would pay and attention i think when you've it. started doing you know it's quite a ritual thing they do isn't it and they're yeah. getting something out of it they enjoy it and they like this they're people that are all you know they've got their needs haven't they we talked about yeah. all, all the different their different kind of problems and scenarios so I don't know. They get it's like a club that they're part of. Yeah. That there's something secret and exciting and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no. So I I will I'll I'd let that pass. Yeah. Um, have they another thing? Have they been calling Prairie the OA? No, that starts. I think that just starts. Uh, Rachel calls her the OA. No, 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 not no. The five in the present day. Oh uh, yeah. Have they been calling her the OA all this yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I noticed them doing it this time and I wasn't sure how long they've been no, doing that for. But, yeah. So the last part of this really is about Scott, really, isn't it? The and Scott being taken into the yes. to the machine. I suppose you, sh yeah. you should mention poor Renata waking up in a glass. Oh cell. yes. Um yeah. so that, that shows that there are five cells. I think we discussed that yes. before with the so they must be arranged in a pentagon shape. Yes. Yes. Um, the five. So does that imply that Hap knows something about there being five people? Needing well, five needing people? five. Yeah. Mm, well, maybe. No, I don't know. Not necessarily. It's just chance. I, don't, I think that's supposed to be just chance. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Why they have to be. Like, you'd normally think it's much easier to do things, you know, just square boxes next to one another. I wouldn't. If I was, if I was the construction workers of the underground glass dungeon, mm. And someone suggested that I want a five-sided shape. I might suggest going for cubes instead. Yeah, it would be much easier. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just getting into the sort of how you never clean the sort of well, Just bits. think of the angles you have to do on the edges, yeah. like, you know, connecting the outside glass around the pentagon. Much harder to do. I can't, yeah. don't know what the angles of a pentagon are. Anyway. Yeah. But, yes. Just thinking about the seals, really. I wonder if there, there could be some, some, some purpose, some reason, some yes. thing. So, yeah. let's... Let, that one go um but yes yeah, so poor Renata doesn't get that much going on does she she just has this kind of like oh, just you, you uh, bastard yeah. I think that's all she yeah. managed to say to her. Yeah. yeah we don't actually see her very much but do we no, just kind no, of no. we're focusing on other things there but yeah but yes yeah, Scott he's yeah he, so why why when Hap takes Scott to the drowning machine as you call it why isn't Scott gassed I thought you might know I don't know I wrote that down why is, he, why is he awake? There was something where he said, 
he talks about you 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 know you're doing this for me or something like I'm doing this as a favor like as if he said he wants to do it without being gassed what that was part of what Scott says to no, have I can't remember to... exactly I was it was a one line there was a line that yeah. I think was supposed to explain why he was conscious okay but I didn't quite catch it and was it was it kind of because Scott wanted to sort of have some bargaining power and tell them some secrets about Prairie, was I it? don't know. I think Scott's been. Scott really hates the. Uh, um, he's concerned about the effects of the drug, isn't it? Just yeah. on his system, he feels he's what above the fact that they keep killing him. Yeah, above that fact, <laughs> and the weird things that that seems yeah. to worry more than anything else. I can't. Um, I can't bear to watch them when they do the drowning bits. Oh, it's just so horrible. It's, it's really horrible. I mean, isn't it? it's, I'm I not still, sure it's just my worst nightmare. I'm sure it's lots of people's worst yeah, nightmare. Yeah. That 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 apparatus as well it's still quite amazing Whoa. the seal and everything yeah mm. absolutely hideous but so scott goes um sort of judicy scott. So, scott sorry um yeah scott yeah, yeah. um curiously he goes judicy and then he goes jesusy very <laughs> yeah. good um what he's tells well one thing he tells it um hap is that she's can see yeah prairie can see yeah. which is is a big big deal is it at that point that he also he tells her he tells hap that she calls him the angel hunter yes which is yes uh, which hap you can see hap's upset by that isn't he yeah because he doesn't i think partly because he likes prairie and he wants prairie to did you know that hap's name is actually dr hunter hap like his first name is hunter Oh, well, that's right. what he, how he's okay. listed that as in the in the oh, in the IMDb credits. Some people yeah. are known by their surname. Yeah. Um, now this is the bit I was going to say about when. Um, so, despite the fact that Scott's told him all this stuff, he still drowns him. Um, I don't know if do you think he's just drowning him, or you know, for this, do you think he means to kill him? No, no, no. no. Okay. He's too upset by it, isn't he? Hap, he's upset. He, you know, he. Yeah, what he's upset what? when he takes Scott down. What did you think he was doing it deliberately? No, because he goes, no, 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 isn't he? He's kind yeah. of he's he's not. If he was doing it deliberately, he wouldn't have said any of that. Would okay. He? Well, did you think there was a possibility he was doing it deliberately to sort of like scare the others or? <sighs> yeah, I didn't I mean, really he, think that. I what just was, thought it was a fake what was happening to do to them? Kill them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now this is the thing that totally confused me. Yeah. For, various reasons and, and talking about things that are a little bit too confusing yeah so um scott's ears started bleeding yeah yeah now we watched that film primer just a few days ago yeah uh primer which is a film from 1998 i think very, 2004 2004 sorry yeah. 2004 very low budget um time travel which i think is worth watching but it's so damn confusing yeah and and that, anyway, and, and, but in it, somebody's ear starts bleeding. So yes. his ear started bleeding and I got really confused because I got it all mixed up and I was just lost. Um, okay, I don't think, I don't think that's either of the programmes fault that you no, listened to. No, no, I can't hold that up. But, um, yeah, but I, I just had to mention, but I think Primer is an example, if anybody knows it, of maybe, just maybe having too many answer, unanswered questions. Well, I have to say... I have after watching Primer, I did think I want to go back and watch that again because now I know the things I want to look out for okay. in order to explain it to me. And I, I would, 
Yeah, because it's a time travel movie, you're not sure. Which, yeah, anyway. Okay, that's a whole people. other thing than that. Yeah. But I think there might be a boundary whereby things are a little bit what too was obscure. What was really confusing in, in this, in the OA here then? No, we were just talking about generally before, weren't we, about how you like to think, I don't know what's going on. You're happy if you don't know what's going yes, on. Yes, there is a definite balance between... Yeah. Not. Well, I don't think it's. I don't think it's much not knowing what's going on. It's like. I mean, I just think that I still think the first episode of the OA is such a great example of the, great example of not knowing what's going on, but loving it. Not not knowing what's mm. going on, like all the stuff questions about being Russian and and uh, and, and and the you know Prairie wasn't was blind and now she's not blind yeah. and all this yeah. and, and you really don't mind having the answers to these things it's when it's a, it's a difference between mystery and um confusion really isn't it i think True. Yeah. you don't yeah. you want mystery but you don't want confusion yeah yeah no, fair enough fair yeah. enough um so you know there's that point after scott dies yeah that we see sort of like fireworks and a kind of is that his? I, that's his his so do you think that's got any meaning because we now we've seen the sort of very different environments of scott and homer and and um and prairies but, but maybe the maybe the sort of fireworks thing here was scott moving towards the death sort of lights if that's what we like to think but maybe that's what prairie and homer have as well each time they die but then they go to this other kind of existence mm, as well maybe but we didn't see it with them did no, we? no no so, I don't, no i don't know i don't, I don't know. know yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Um, so then Hap dumps uh, the apparently. Sorry, dead why Scott. doesn't even mm. if even if Scott has died like just there, just like kind of when he wasn't supposed to? Why is that supposed to be necessarily a bad thing? Will he not like come back to life again? Well, I I, I thought the presumption was that he just failed to bring him back. That's always a risk, isn't it? That people die. So whenever he's like put Homer to death before, he's always brought him back. Do we not know that that process really? We have no, been... we don't know the process. Okay. Um, I don't know if we're going to talk about it, but no, yeah. we don't. We have no idea how he does it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Hat puts him down in the cellar and yeah. is furious at Prairie and sort of says, "You, you know, you lied, you lied to, me. to me." Yeah. And saying, "You did this," pointing to Scott, yeah. which is which, which I think is incredibly unfair accusation. <laughs> I think it's incredibly unfair. Um, anyone should see that, but perhaps you know Prairie and her in her situation is a bit vulnerable, um, and she starts these synchronized movements quite aggressively, yeah. almost to Homer. To Homer, yeah. and Homer picks up on them as well. Um, I have I have to admit to having a little bit of a giggle when they were doing them because I have yeah. seen some contemporary dance, some rather avant-garde contemporary dance, which is a little bit similar. Yeah, I mean, I did. I think the the actress who who plays Prairie, um, Brit, Brit, oh, Marlin, Brit, yeah, um, Brit, yeah, Brit Marlin, um, must have some sort of dance. She's got the body of a dancer, maybe, yeah, and the movements, um, yeah, not so sure about the Homer, but yeah, um, yeah, there is. It is something that's a little kind of comical, I suppose, in yeah. some respects. I think um, it's only if you, maybe not if you haven't, haven't been to some rather yeah, stranger contemporary no, no. dancer. But I think, we're, we, I think we're definitely, if if we're going to carry on with this, we're going to have to accept that. Going to have to live with that, Because I think yeah. we're going to get more of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's very, it's, 
all absolutely fine in the context of this, this yep, program. Yeah, that's just <laughs> the way this world works. Yeah. So they keep doing this and they do it. We know they do it overnight, don't yeah. we? So yeah. absolutely hours and hours and hours. And they do have this amazing synchronicity yeah. as well. Um, and then we've got, yes, it's the resurrection. Life. Yeah. yeah. So Very much Jesus moment, wasn't it? He was dressed so. as Jesus. And Do you know, I didn't did actually occur to me. Oh, so he's lying there, kind of like, just like, and he's in the well, loincloth. He's, he's in the kind of loincloth. And, he, oh, and you know, he's got long kind of Jesus-like hair. Dreads. Dread. Well, yes. And he's lying, as you might, as you might have seen, uh, crucified Jesus brought down from the cross kind of pose. Okay, maybe. Well, I thought it was. No, it certainly seems like a lightly reference, doesn't it? But I, I didn't actually notice. But um, yeah, and then Scott obviously comes back, and he's sort of like he's a true believer now, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he really is. He's there, and he's. I know the third movement. Yeah, (laughs) I know you've got it all right, and he does. He does maybe. A little much, like when you say, it's nice when you don't know things, but now he has set this out and he's like saying, no, there is. This is how it works. There are five movements. I know the third one, like you've got the first two. Yeah. Obviously, you can do pretty amazing things just with the first two, like bringing him back. So is that implying that Homer and Prairie have learnt a movement each from their near-death experiences? Yeah. I Yeah. So it's kind of saying Renata and Rachel need to learn the other two, isn't it, really? And they're going to have to do... That yeah. and be conscious yeah. and then of course because we're also in then in the present day and we've got um the oa explaining to the five yeah um that you know this is what this is a plan yeah i'm going to teach you this and then i'm going to go to another dimension so the five the five in the present they don't have any near-death experiences do they to learn these movements don't know that's not the implication is it you just have to learn the movements i guess yeah yeah. And then she says, we will open the tunnel. I will travel there and rescue them. So then now she's saying, I need to rescue them. So they obviously, that's the implication is they are in danger in this other dimension. And she's going to bring them back. Yeah. She has been really panicky and flappy, hasn't she? So yeah. She's not been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, I'm, yeah. not, I'm a bit restless here. I need to join them. She has got a plan. Yeah. So this is why she said she needs five people and they must be um, strong and flexible. Leave the house doors open. Okay, I don't know about that. Yeah. But now you can understand the flexible element anyway. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say BBA yeah. is one of the most flexible people you've this, met. This is like, well, yeah, the rest I'm sure will be fine. But yeah. but perhaps it's like one of those dance things where one person can be a little bit more static and the others can move around her. Maybe. She gets, maybe the fourth movement's a doddle. Yeah. It's just like a bit of hand But... Yeah, yeah, so where do you think we're going to go from here? Well, I, it has fairly laid out what... What, what the learning of the other movements, I think. It yeah. does seem... I mean, we, we've we got, obviously, Rachel and Renata have got their yes. part to play. I mean, we have no we have them. no concept of what these other, this other dimension is or... No. Or or what happened to Hap or... Or why is it that... Um, or why Prairie's escaped and the yeah, others Yeah, why she isn't, yeah. Why she, why why she, she isn't there. there. So that's all going to be... That's all for up for explanation. We had a bit more discussion about angels as well, haven't we? Yes. What, what, remind me, what was what was the other discussion about angels? Was well that we had. I, uh, I think it's well when Scott is talking about the angels, isn't he? So he yeah. says, we you know when he sort of divulges all the plans of of, of uh, Homer and, and Prairie. He says, 
oh, she thinks that they're, they're angels that yeah. we can sort of travel through um, dimensional doors and things because we're we're going to be angels. Um, there's and there's definitely some reference I think in 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 their sex when they say something about angels. Um, you know, in in the more kind of uh, uh, pragmatical, you're such an angel yes. kind of line. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Um, yeah. you know this and and perhaps the angel hunter. So I suppose he is because we're they're sort of saying anybody who's had a near death experience is already an angel, as it were. That's you. You've taken that as the meaning from it, have you? That, that, uh, I mean, that was in in episode four. That was certainly what um, we kind of came to think of Prairie as, wasn't it? She was now an angel from having. But also because Hap is going after people who've had near death experiences. Yeah. So he's the angel the hunter. Angel yeah. hunter. yeah. Interestingly, uh, the book I'm reading at the moment was actually um, coincidentally talking about um, near-death experiences and their connection throughout history to um, well, changing states of consciousness. In the, uh, so, so this book I'm reading is about um, Timothy Leary and his experiments with psychedelic drugs in the mm. 60s and how his experiments with psychedelic drugs were all based on Alastair Crowley's kind of experiments at the beginning mm. of the 20th century, but how um, they both they both um, talked about, both Crowley and Timothy Leary and Robert Anton Wilson in this book, talks about how near-death experiences have always been linked to um, a changed state of consciousness when you when you come back to and and, and what, Tim, permanently changed a permanent changed state of consciousness, yeah, and. Timothy Leary said that that's what he was trying to do in some ways with psychedelic drugs was to was to um, kind of recreate what happens to you in a near death experience. So you come back with a new kind of thing imprinted on, and that, that this isn't. I mean, this isn't just their idea. This has been a sort of like an idea through history as well of um, like talk about how um, in religious rituals in the past, like. Um, I think like I mean I, I I'm just guessing, but maybe things like you know the um, bringing a, a religious person to a, a state of terror in a sort of near death experience as well is is like imprinting a new and they would they would think of it as a the sort of visions they'd see in that or the the new thoughts they'd have as being something to do with God, and here in the OA we have this idea that it's something to do with angels it's sort of like this new they've got this new reality imprinted on them and I'm wondering I'm wondering what the writers sort of if they have what their background knowledge of this is if they what they what they know about their death experiences is oh, or what, okay. they've, what they've read so they like. might have they may, they may have had the same reading material as you you mean well no, no not necessarily but I mean because there's lots of reading material about near-death right, experiences. Right, right. I'm just saying this is kind okay. of like, these are what different people have said about near-death experiences. Okay, about, so I yeah. wasn't really aware of that as a as a thing. No, I wasn't until reading this book, was just oh, okay. been reading it at the moment, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have read it before, but I'd forgotten about that part of it. Yeah. Okay. So right. you could think, if, if that was the writer's take on near-death experiences, that, well, one take would be that you imprint this new reality in your own brain. It's all in your own brain. There's nothing more going on than that. This is all kind of like um, a sort of collective hallucination, if you like, you know, that um, they're experiencing. I don't think that's quite what they're saying in this story. But mm. you might think that, um, you know, the, the, the sort of the um, afterlife 
sort of scenes we've seen that Prairie's seen and the ones that Homer's seen as well, uh, they're just all in their head, you know, there's nothing more going on than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's my, because down deep, I'm, I slightly, I'm a hap, you know, I'm a scientific yeah. empirist. So I, I've always assumed that near death experiences are, you know, simply things in their heads. But I don't think, but I don't think that's, you don't think that's what, this. what the suggestion no. in, in this story, no. That would be, uh, but then very again, you know, the thing, but kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I mean, even even in even in um, people would still talk about even if it's all going on in two individuals' heads, because it's both in their imagination. They can they can still believe that it's a collective thing that's going on. So they can believe that you know that they're both hallucinating the same thing. Right. Right. In, in the same way that in the same way that like um, you know, there's been lots of examples, hasn't there, of like. Uh, uh, collective mass hallucination of a Virgin Mary's hands bleeding or something and mm. all the people there say this is what happened so by two people I don't think it's her hands bleeding I think you're really mixing up your stories but yeah oh, no, no, what's the what's the stigmata thing stigmata is Christ no what's about what's about the Virgin bleeding. Mary's eyes eyes crying eyes crying yeah, yeah. that's it anyway, yeah. anyway anyway yeah. I think we're really yes going off, off the yeah. subject anyway so kind of like as a last thought of this episode how, how's it doing? How's the story doing? Mm. Oh, that's a question. Yes. Yes. Um, well, a little bit. It's got a little bit too... Like, now I can kind of see where it's going, which is always slightly disappointing, isn't it? When yes. you suddenly think, okay, and now I've got a few steps. If you can see right to the end and you can see what's... I, yeah. There's certainly gaps in yeah. what, what, what I think is coming up, but I can kind yeah. of... Well, now we know what, we know what the five are going to what they're going to do so you can't immediately see how they're going to do it no which is good because if you could that would be quite boring. yes yeah. but it's it's sort of a lot of the 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 things have been filled out which i suppose i find quite disappointing however you don't you need a story to wrap you need a story yeah. to make sense so i'm not entirely sure maybe it's tricky with this kind of a tale to really because you 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 gave so much promise in the first episode really, didn't you i mean almost like an impossible to fulfill promise of of mm. um of mystery and and suspense in some ways i i when you say how do you fulfill a promise of suspense like promise to keep the suspense to keep it going in some ways yeah, yeah, to... yeah. so that's you know. I, and I, I'm hoping that in the last, we've got three more episodes. Yeah, this is five, wasn't it? In the last three episodes, I'm hoping for quite a few more surprises about what's actually going on. I don't want the explanation to be what we're kind of thinking it might be at the moment. I think, mm. even though there's even though there's gaps, I want. Yeah, I'd like to see the FBI agent in it more as well. See so him have more to, more to do with what's going on. I think. Mm, and, okay. Yeah. And obviously we've got we've got all of the stuff going on with the five in the present day. There's a lot of potential stuff going on there, isn't it, with Alfonso and Buck and BBA and Steve, you know. Mm. I mean, Steve's hardly yeah. figured it over the past couple of episodes, has he? More of Steve yeah, he was a struggles. big story in the beginning, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Okay. But I think I think it is a it is a difficulty for this programme in particular and that it's I do, I do still go back to that first episode and think how I really, really liked all the questions raised by that. And, it, and, and it's not possible to carry on in that, that mm -hmm. state for the rest of it. It's true. So it's a, maybe it's a victim of its own initial success, possibly. Okay. In some ways, yeah. At, at this point, I mean, 
the the middle bit of a story is always a really hard bit to do anyway, isn't it? To keep the momentum up, up. Yeah. Yeah. To keep keep the story going along without yeah, yeah concluding it, but with also yeah. Okay, it's so, getting late. I feel myself yes, drifting off. We're recording this quite late. We're recording this yes. quite late, yeah. and I'm sure we've gone on for too long already. Yeah. And boring people, but. So uh, yes. Yeah, so if you have any. Um, questions about this episode that you'd uh, like to ask or any comments on the episode or anything we've got hopelessly wrong uh, yeah, let, let us know, know that too let so you can know. email us at the overanalysis podcast at ethancrane.com that's C-R-A-N-E or you can leave a message on the webpage that this episode's on which is on ethancrane.com just follow the links to this podcast have we got Otherwise, a tweeted thing? we do but I don't think mine looks it really okay. so yeah <laughs> So do it those, those two ways. Or you could do the Twitter thing as well, the, the over-analysis. There we yeah. go. That's, yeah. That's... And we will actually, by next week, we will have a, uh, a mailing. If you like our podcast, we have a mailing list you can sign up to so you can get notified if we do when we, if and when we do future ones. Otherwise, we shall see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.